breaking news now. Here's Sean Hannity. Thank you, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. We got breaking news all over the place. We had the Supreme Court arguments on whether Colorado and the Supreme Court decision out there can disqualify Donald Trump from even being on the ballot. Uh, This coming from the same Democratic left-wing jurists in this case, the Democratic, uh, what, Secretary of State, I guess, and, and Maine, you know, unilaterally making a decision whether a candidate can or cannot be put on the ballot. So much of what happened today in the Supreme Court was was mind-numbing to me because it was almost as if the, the justices were telling both sides what their arguments ought to be. It got very interesting. If you've never listened to a case before the Supreme Court being argued, it is well worth your time. Um, and it's it's fascinating because you got nine justices up there and they're firing out questions uh, to attorneys before they can even get two words out of uh, answering the last question. And you really got to be on your toes. And uh, we'll check in with Jay Sekulow. He's he's argued before the Supreme Court has been a part of 20 some odd cases. I, I think he argues somewhere near 17 himself. Not an easy environment, but intellectually very stimulating. Uh, we'll get to all of that in a second. I can tell you that even the New York Times acknowledges that Trump is going to win this. Uh, I think it's going to end up being 9-0. We'll see. And then we're going to watch if the Supreme Court takes up the appeals court decision on immunity. I think they should. I think they almost have to. And the application of immunity. But anyway, so we'll get Jay's take on that. Uh, and other breaking news uh, you might have forgotten that there was a special counsel by the name of Robert Hur uh, that was appointed to look into Joe Biden and his handling of classified documents while out of office. Remember, there were four separate locations. One, of course, in that very secure locked garage at all times that we know isn't locked at all at at, at all times where his precious Corvette is. You know, we had classified materials just hanging out there. Uh, at a time when we know that his son was admittedly, you know, addicted to drugs. Uh, then you got the UPenn Biden Center. Then you got the University of Delaware Biden Center. Then you got the home, the beach home, I guess, or one of the homes in Delaware. They had documents, four separate locations. Anyway, here we are. It's like Hillary Clinton 2.0. We conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter, her said. Uh, and, you know, summarizing his report, we we would conclude the same even if there was no policy against charging a sitting president. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained uh, and disclosed classified information after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. Let me say that again. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified information after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. Four separate locations. Now, they actually, as part of this, and I'm looking at it right here in front of me, uh, what do I see? Oh, I see pictures. Let's see. Joe Biden, classified documents they found. It looks like a basement, maybe a garage. There are golf clubs behind it. Not sure what room this is. Could be the garage, could be the basement. One of these rooms. That was one location. Uh, another location, I, 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 again, I can't even pinpoint where this is. It looks like a garage floor to me. It looks like there's oil stains on the floor, probably from the Corvette. 
uh, and, you know, more just laying around. A garage box with classified Afghanistan documents are encountered by the FBI December 21st, 2022. That was where that one was from. I don't know where the rest of them, they didn't give uh, specific locations, but I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'm trying to go. This literally is just pat, the document just came out seconds before we came on the air. But anyway, their investigation uncovered evidence that he, but Joe Biden willfully, willfully, willfully retained and disclosed classified information after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. These materials included more classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan notebooks containing Mr. Biden's handwritten entries about issues of national security and foreign policy implicating sensitive intelligence sources and methods. The FBI recovered these materials from garage offices and a basement den in Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. Uh, However, for the reasons summarized above, we conclude that evidence does not establish Mr. Biden guilt beyond a reasonable doubt And the prosecution of Mr. Biden is also unwarranted based on our consideration of aggravating and mitigating factors set forth in the Department of Justice's principles of federal prosecution. In other words, let me tell you what under Merrick Garland this means. That means if you're a Republican, you're going to get raided and you're going to get charged. If you're a Democrat, nothing happens. Anyway, for these reasons, we decline prosecution of Mr. Biden. The report goes on. Ian Sams, this hack of a spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office, said that the president's legal team had completed a review of the report and in keeping with his commitment of cooperation and transparency. Yeah, tell that to Jim Jordan, James Comer and Jason Smith. They're not cooperating. Anyway, the president would not assert executive privilege over any portion of the report. Merrick Garland early this week was informed lawmakers that her concluded the investigation. Um this here we go again. If you look at these boxes included in the report, which the Bidens didn't want out. And I could tell you uh, my suspicion is now proven correct because people would conclude it looks just like the pictures that they took of Mar-a-Lago and boxes of information in it. Except in that one case, they actually laid it out so people could read it, which seemed to want to prejudice, you know, people in the country and come to a conclusion. But if this sounds eerily similar, a dual system of justice, we don't have equal application or equal justice under the law. You know, just think back to that July 2016, James Comey press conference outlining how much top secret classified information that they found regarding Hillary Clinton, how they believe that her servers were probably hacked in real time by foreign entities, but then concluding that no reasonable prosecutor would would prosecute. And also that doesn't even include the 33,000 deleted subpoenaed emails when she used bleach bit and acid acid washed her, her hard drive. It's unbelievable. Anyway, let's, let's say, let's take you back in time. Let's listen. From the group of 30,000 emails returned to the state department in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. Eight of those chains contained information that was top secret. 36 of those chains contained secret information at the time, and eight contained confidential information at the time. Although we did not find clear evidence 
that Secretary Clinton or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of classified information. There is evidence that they were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. So Joe gets off, Hillary gets off, and Mar-a-Lago gets raided. And it's, you know, how is that possible? How is that justice? How do you even look yourself in the face if you're Merrick Garland and with a straight face say, well, no, Donald Trump deserved to be raided uh, and Mar-a-Lago deserved to be raided, but not Joe's home. Remember, they gave him a heads up when they were going into one of his other homes. He had a heads up on everything. They had an opportunity to actually sift through the information. It's unreal. It really is. So, you know, th- this if this doesn't prove to the doubters out there that that Donald Trump is singled out and we have one system of justice for conservatives, one system of justice for liberals. You know, look at, for example, January 6th prosecutions. OK, people broke the law. They're being held accountable. What about the 574 riots in the summer of 2020 that killed dozens of Americans, injured thousands of cops, caused billions in property damage with all the videotape evidence you could ever want. And, and yet there was no congressional investigation, no January 6th committee, no summer of 2020 rioting committee. That didn't happen with a predetermined outcome, you know, keeping away key facts like, oh, well, well let's talk to the, the Capitol Police chief that was begging for the National Guard for days. Let's not, let's not make that part of the report. Uh, let's not make part of the report that Donald Trump said these words, you know, some of you will now march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. Voices, not not your actions will be seen. And, you know, add to that, you know, the fact that, you know, why did Muriel Bowser turn down the, the guard? Why did Donald Trump in front of multiple witnesses ask about bringing up the guard in the days leading up to January 6th? And we've got that all on tape and we played it to you. Why can Kamala Harris, what, it's, it's okay to, to tweet out a bail fund after the Minneapolis police precinct is burned to the ground? You just got to be kidding me. I mean, th- this just proves everything that Jim Jordan committee's been, been saying and looking into. This is what the weaponization of our legal system means. This is what a dual justice system looks like. This is, this is like our our constitution being shredded before our eyes. If, if you don't impartially administer justice, justice was supposed to be blind. It's not supposed to be political. Now we're criminalizing political differences. Now, now we're looking for ways to even keep people's names off the ballot and, and using the, their determination, not a court's determination. You know, Donald Trump's never been charged with insurrection, let alone, found guilty of insurrection, but I, I'll, I'll guarantee you after listening to the Supreme Court arguments today, that's not even going to be the issue that they, that, that, that they even breach in this case. My guess is that it's, it's simply going to come down to the statutory language that excludes the president and the, what the term elected officer means. And the president Why does the elected officer of the United States have a far different oath than that of a president of the United States? There's a ton of arguments you can make here on on this. But, you know, it it was just fascinating. We'll get to this when we get back on the other side. But if you don't see this as the grave injustice it is, 
if you don't see the double standard at play here, if you don't see the danger in a weaponized justice system, I mean, I don't care who it is. If they didn't charge Donald Trump or raid Donald Trump's home, then I could say, okay, at least they're consistent in their application of justice. But I can't say that because Hillary Clinton, top secret classified information found on a server, likely compromised by some of our top geopolitical foes, deletions of 33,000 emails we never got a hold of, uh, and of course, the destruction of devices. I don't, I'm, where I grew up, I don't know, the word obstruction just pops into my head for some reason. I'm not sure why, because that's exactly what it sounds like. And imagine if Donald Trump had done any of this. Why did Mar-a-Lago get raided? It looks exactly the same. It's the same situation. No wonder Biden didn't want those pictures out. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll get to this, uh, these Supreme Court oral arguments in a minute. 800-941-SEAN. That is our number if you want to be a part of the program today. Uh, listen, I want to remind you about American financing. So many Americans are suffering economically. Our friends at American Financing, they've been helping your neighbors save money for 25 plus years. Now, last year, they saved their customers an average of $854 a month. How are they doing that? Okay, they're tapping into people's home equity if they own a home. They pay off high-interest credit card debt. People have been putting a lot of bare necessities on their credit cards, and you pay a much lower interest rate instead of 21%, 25%, whatever it is. No, right now, home mortgages, uh, their, their rates have dropped into the fives. So it's certainly worth a free no-obligation call to our friends at AmericanFinancing.net. Their number is 866 615-9200-866-615-9200. On the web, it's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823-34, NMLSConsumeraccess.org, APR for rates in the five started 6.406% for well-qualified borrowers. Call 866-615-9200 for details about credit costs and terms. <laughs> 